Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. I'm looking at a column that I published in 2007. Uh, The subject was whether free speech demands that we allow Holocaust denial and in the column, I'm trying to, frankly, re- refresh my memory of, uh, of of an unbelievable visit that I made at about that time. Yeah, here it is. I had just visited Auschwitz. And I wrote in my column in 2007, and I had also interviewed before going to Auschwitz, talk about a, a, a freaky juxtaposition, David Duke at CNN. I've told this story before where... It was very uncomfortable. I conducted the interview at the time I was doing the show live from New York, and then I would get on the subway and I would go to Penn Station and I would take a train back to Philadelphia. And I'm on the train and I'm, I'm you know, awaiting the trip back to Philly. And who comes walking down the aisle but David Duke, who I just had, and he sits down next to me for the hour-long uh, train ride to Philadelphia. But anyway, um, I had just visited Auschwitz. My trip had been planned for nearly a year. I wrote at the time, I'm one of about a half dozen Philadelphia friends, three Jewish, who regularly travel after New Year's to historic sites. This is what I most wanted to tell you. We began for this trip in Berlin at the, I think the pronunciation, as I recall, is Von C, the Von C Villa. We're on January 20, 1942, 15 officials of the Third Reich plotted the final solution. In their meeting room, we read the protocol written by Adolf Eichmann that set forth the plan to murder European Jews. And then we visited Track 17 in the fashionable Grunwald section of Berlin at the former station that was the point of departure for Jews from the area being sent to the camps. Listed next to the tracks are the dates, number of passengers, and destination of the rail cars. I remember that. You would look down at the tracks and there were these placards that would tell you on this spot left X number of passengers and here was the destination. Okay, so we went to the Vonsi Villa where the planning was done 80 years ago yesterday for the so-called final solution. Then we went to these train tracks where a number of Berlin-based Jews were sent to concentration camps. And then the final stop, the third stop, the other end of the tracks in Poland. On a raw, dark, rain-swept day, we spent four hours walking the grounds of Auschwitz I and Auschwitz II Birkenau. We saw it all. At Auschwitz I, we walked through the infamous gate, Work Brings Freedom. We toured the surviving crematorium. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember Holocaust deniers used to contact me. Oh, there's nothing there. I'm like, I, I was in a surviving crematorium. We saw the ghastly displays of human hair. 
The personal effects, the suitcases, even the shoe polish, all confiscated from the prisoners who'd packed in haste under the ruse of resettlement. Also there, empty canisters that held pellets of Zyklon B, the agent used to exterminate human life in the crematoriums. At Auschwitz II Birkenau, we stood on the platform where Jews were divided between those who were to be immediately gassed and those who would live for at least a while. We also surveyed the ruins of Crematorium II, the most prolific of the Nazi death machines, largely destroyed by the Nazis in an effort to hide their crimes against humanity. And then I go on to talk more about the trip. Anyway, it's on my mind today because uh, the New York Times print edition, page one, has a story by Katrin Benhold that is really well done and worthy. Chilly, chilling reminders of Nazi blueprint for murder. And what it is is a story all about the Von C. Villa and what went on. I'll tell you what I remember from the visit because it's now museum-like. It had been a youth hostel as I remember, like for years. You know what else I remember about going to the location where 15 men planned the final solution? Something else that I remember is learning that a number of the wait staff for this gathering were Jewish. Just picture that scene. Jews are waiting on the tables of Nazis who are planning their their extinction, frankly. Dateline Berlin, on January 20, yesterday, January 20, 1942, 15 high-ranking officials of the Nazi bureaucracy met in a lakeside villa in Wannsee on the western edge of Berlin. Nibbles were served and washed down with cognac. There was only one point on the agenda, quote, the organizational, logistical, and material steps for a final solution of the Jewish question in Europe. Planning the Holocaust took all of 90 minutes. Eighty years after the infamous Von C. conference that meticulously mapped it out, the bureaucratic efficiency of it remains as unnerving as ever. The minutes taken that day and typed up on 15 pages do not explicitly refer to murder. They use phrases like evacuation and reduction and treatment and divide up the task among different government departments and their pertinent specialists. Quote, you read that protocol and it's chilling, says Deborah Lidstad, a renowned Holocaust scholar. It's all very camouflage language. But then you look at the list of countries and the number of Jews they plan to kill. Eleven million people they were going to go after. They had very big plans. Today, I'm skipping ahead. The three-story villa on the lakeshore that once served as an SS guest house and hosted the Von C. Conference looks largely unchanged from the outside, set back from the road in the middle of sprawling gardens. It greets visitors with a majestic front portico and four statues of cherubs dancing along the roof. For decades, the West German authorities struggled with what to do with the building. It reminds me of something else. We had a German tour guide. We were all like in a van, a passenger van. And we had done reading. We read uh, Anne Frank's Diary of a Young Girl. We read, uh, I'm doing this from memory, We're do, we read um, Martin Gilbert's Churchill and the Jews. And we read Elie Wiesel's Night. See, our wives thought this was all shits and giggles. No, we, we read in on the Holocaust and then we went to these locations. It was an extraordinary trip. Once in a lifetime kind of thing. Thank God in my case, I wrote columns about what I was up to because I've forgotten half these details.
Um, it was just amazing. But what I remember is, so the guy driving, the the, the uh, driver of our bus, he, he he tried to talk us out of going there. Like, well, you know, there's so many things here that you can see in our country. Why would you why would you want to go there? We're like, no, we're a book club and we've been reading about the Holocaust and we want to go to the Von C. Villa. And so finally we did. My recollection is there weren't too many people there. It had appropriately be turned in, turned into a, a museum like uh, a structure. Um, Adolf Eichmann, head of the Department for, quote, Jewish Affairs and eviction in the interior ministry would later organize the deportations to the death camps was asked to take minutes at the meeting. Only one of the 30 copies of his 15 page protocol marked in red as secret survived. It was discovered by the American soldiers among the files of the foreign ministry after the war. Herman Goering was there and was put in charge of a quote unquote final solution. I'll put this in my, uh, in my Twitter feed, because it's it's worthy of a read. It's well done. And uh, I've been there. And if you ever have the opportunity to take a trip like that, I know it, it sounds it sounds odd to say Auschwitz is a place that if you have the opportunity, you need to visit. And Von C is is just like that. And maybe the train tracks from Grunwald as well. But it was one of the more extraordinary travel experiences of uh, of my life. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds.